Starting and running a business is hard, but you don't have to do it alone. Whether you're an established business owner or thinking about starting a side hustle to earn extra income, I am here to teach you how to show up as your unfiltered self, level up your business, and thrive as a mompreneur. Let's embrace the chaos and start enjoying the journey together. I'm Amy Tra, and you're listening to the Motivated Mompreneur Podcast. Welcome back into the Motivated Mompreneur Podcast. Today, we are talking all about skills to release the overwhelm from our surroundings and organization and productivity and all of the things. Without further ado, I would like to welcome in special guest, Louise Hopkin, owner of The Space Reclaimers. Louise, welcome to the podcast. Hi, Amy. Thank you so much for having me here. And I love the name of your podcast. It's awesome because I feel like as moms, we're always on a mission. <laughs> exactly. We sure are. So tell us more about yourself, who you are and what you do. Yeah, sure. Uh, so I'm originally from New Zealand. I'll be short and sweet, but uh, now, now I live in Calgary. I'm actually a home organizer and I've been doing it as we chatted about for over seven years now. But it's quite interesting how I fell into it because I always say I'm not a naturally organized person, uh, which I think is really neat, right? Because I've mm-hmm. learned how to become organized. So yeah, and um, I love helping women understand how to release from the clutter and just how to get through life, basically, um, you know, being productive and not being so hard on ourselves. Um, yeah, so I live here with my Australian husband and young son, who is, well, 13 going on 30. So it's like, yeah, it's kind of scary a teenage years, right? But anyways. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, so that's kind of me in a nutshell, I guess. Um, yeah, I've been a home organizer. As I said, I fell into it because it was interesting because I, I don't really do the fluffy organizing. I call it fluffy, but really what I do is I like to dive into the psychology part of it and helping people learn the life skills, as we said. So that's something I'm really, really passionate about and um, yeah, excited to share some information today. Yes. So excited for this conversation. And I love how you said, you know, it's a skill. Being organized isn't something that most people are really born with. It's a skill that you can learn. And Before we dive into that, let's talk a little bit about the psychology behind it because I think it's so important for people to understand that the impact our environment has on our our mindset, on our brain, and just our feeling of overwhelm. Yeah, totally. So that's what I dive a lot into when I hear women saying all the time, it's, it's like this block. So something happens that they say to me quite often, Louise, I used to be organized before I had kids or, you know, things were kind of not as, do I say crazy? And yeah. and then it's like, <laughs> then we have this life now, there's, there's other little beings involved and there's partners. And so it can be really overwhelming for people, right? And so often I hear it's like, it's the psychology part of like, what do I do with this stuff? I don't want to let go of it. So it's kind of like my acronym that I talk about, the top six reasons we collect clutter. Um, so I'll just say it real quickly. That's retail therapy, emotions, assigned time, sentimental, overwhelm, and no can't say it. So when we get stuck in these and we really don't work through it, it's like this block and we just continually close the door on our stuff. And it feels like this weight. So it's really interesting because I actually can see when I'm talking to women about clutter, how heavy it feels on them. You literally can see them, the weight on their shoulders. And when they, sometimes as moms, we're really hard on ourselves. And they say to me, Louise, I didn't get much done this week. 
And then they tell me like these three or four things. And I'm like, but that's amazing. You need to celebrate that. But sometimes we get stuck because it's not perfect. It's not like I call it PP. So it's not Pinterest perfect, right? Mm -hmm. So we fall into that trap and then we start feeling guilty and we start feeling anxious and it's understanding like, why can't I do that? There must be something wrong with me, right? And it's really just with struggling with some of these reasons, we haven't addressed them. So I always like to talk about the little mindset shifts, right? That just help us make those moves because it's so easy to, you know, when our kids are babies and you have their cute little, you know, their artwork, their cute little pieces. And it's like, you know, it's really hard to let go because it's like, oh, that brings up so much joy. And I remember it, but how we, we can help that is by setting guidelines. When we set guidelines, it makes it a lot easier for our brain to kind of process it, right? We have these guidelines because otherwise our brain goes down this, what if I, I, I don't want to forget about it? What if this is important? What if my kid wants to see it later? You know, we have all these questions whirling in our brain and I call it the brain fuzzies. So it's like we get all this brain and we make so many decisions a day and then coming to that, it's just easier to pack it away and just go, I don't want to deal with it. Um, so that's, that's the, the, the thinking behind it and where I really love to help with just those simple mind shifts and then understanding ourselves and working to our strengths. So I guess that was a long answer there. <laughs> no, but it, I love how you said, you know, the, the Pinterest perfect, because yeah. I think so many times as moms, we were constantly consuming all of these things and we're like, okay, well, if I don't have my kitchen perfectly decanted, I'm not thriving as a mom. And it's like, well... Yes. For me, the thought of coming home from the grocery store and putting every single bit of cereal and chips and I mean, we go through that stuff so fast in my house that that would be exhausting. That is not a way I want to spend my time. So giving yourself that grace that you don't have to be Pinterest perfect. Is it working for you? I yes. love that you talk about that because that's that right there is a game changer for, for moms. So yep, totally. Can you give us some examples of like what kind of guidelines? You talk about setting some guidelines for yourself when we're going through things. What are some examples of these? Yeah, so some are, you may have heard some of them. So if you ever listened to The Minimalist too, but some guidelines I've come up with is say for the kids' crafts, which I know is always a really, really big one. How we can do that is one is really good is setting the schedule when you're going to go through it. So it could be halfway through the year or perhaps just once a year when they finish school. Let's sit down. Let's go through it. But it's also a guideline is to decide what you're going to keep. So when I talk about that, it's um, do I keep the really big projects that they've done? Um, so setting that kind of bar there, do I keep their certificates and then, you know, how they come home with kind of little bits and pieces and maybe tests and exams. And it's like, I keep them for a week or two, and then they can go into recycling, um, because, or I call it filing in quotation marks, <laughs> recycling. Mm -hmm. Yes. I like that. I like that. Right. Yeah. I, I filed it. The kids yeah, don't need to know that it, it went to the recycle. It's fine. <laughs> Just hide exactly. it. <laughs> Tuck it down. Yeah, it's gone. So that that kind of rotation there. So there's a really good guideline is to set, this is what I'm going to keep when you're going through it all. Because what I find is that we get stuck and then we use it as a, 
either it's a block or kind of an excuse because we're like, well, like I, I can't decide, but really you don't want to decide. Um, another guideline is, you know, the one in one out rule. So if you're buying clothes for your closet, um, say I'm buying another t-shirt and I have another one. So one in one out. And the other one is the 2020 rule. So that one is if it's cost less than $20 and it's less than 20 miles to go replace it, then, then it's fine to let go. So automatically the brain kind of hears it and goes, Oh, okay. That's fine. I can, this gives me permission kind of thing to let go of it. So it's really exciting when you can do that because it helps you get through the decision-making quicker, which I find can take some, us, some of us a really long time. So there's those guidelines. Um, and then with the pantry, you know, again, a really big one is to set the, as you said, um, dates so like look for expiry dates go through it and setting a schedule in so that's a really really good I, I think it's a guideline I think is really important because that's kind of assigned time we don't always assign the time to do it so yeah exactly because life is busy and if you yeah. don't assign the time you're going to find other things to fill that time because let's face it who wants to be doing those things but taking that intentional time to do small things like like you've suggested it does make all the difference and i love to how you're telling listeners to set guidelines prior to going through things because once your brain hits that that wall i mean decision fatigue is a very very real thing um and our capacity to make decisions is is not that big. So yes, by setting yeah. those guidelines, that takes the emotion out of it. And I, I yes. just love that you talk, touched upon that. Yeah, exactly. It's like giving ourselves permission almost because there's also those questions we ask, but what if I need it someday? I paid money for it. So, you know, this really helps us move through those um, blocks that we have. So yeah, I love guidelines. Seems simple, but I used to call them rules, but I don't like rules because they're made to be broken, right? I <laughs> <laughs> love that. I love that. Yes. And, and something else you said too, you know, you get to the point where you don't want to make a decision about it. I think that's really important to highlight is that, yeah, you get to the point where, guess what? I don't want to make any more decisions, so I'm not going to. And then yes. you're right back to square one because you've thrown everything back into the junk drawer, thrown it back into the closet, and you just refuse to make a decision. But giving yourself that permission, that's huge. Yeah, it really is. And it also takes you the inspiration or the motivation to get started as well. Because now you're like, okay, I've got kind of a little bit of a game plan. That helps so much to like take that you know block away of going, I don't know, I don't want to start. Now you're like, okay, I've got some good guidelines. I can take it easy. I can go through it. So yeah, I think it just, it makes such a huge difference for people and I love it. So when I, when I work with women, I see them just literally like getting stuck. It's like, and you know, the funny thing, sorry, just like they will pass, we're chatting and they'll kind of put something down and as if like, oh, you didn't see that, did you Liz? I'm like, yeah, I did. Yep. <laughs> so yeah. Exactly. So it's just facing that, facing that fear, kind of the, the emotions. Yeah. Right. It, and it is. It is a fear because we all go back to that scarcity mindset. It's primal. It's our brain trying to keep us safe. So it's like, all right, do I really need, you know, 20,000 napkins in my house? Well, probably not. I'm not <laughs> going to use those first birthday party napkins for another first birthday party. Stop saving them and just use them. Like, it's okay. Use the things you have. 
Yes. Yep. Totally. Or, or donate them, right? Somebody else mm -hmm. can use them. Um, and sometimes there's a trap there too. When we're donating or we're going to save a pile of stuff, it doesn't actually leave the house. Yes. So there's that little trap to watch out to as well. Just it's make sure you do a little bit of research on where things can go or don't use that as an excuse as well. Or say, I'll donate it and it just doesn't actually leave the house. Actually make a plan and make a date when you're going to take things out too. So. Yeah, I, like that that. Really I like that. Yeah. yeah. And planning is everything. I mean, it's just, it's again, following through with the task. It's a part of the process is getting those things actually out. And two, I think it's important to touch upon, you know, everybody, we assign a lot more worth to our material possessions than they may necessarily be worth. And I think so many times women, we, we are hesitant to get rid of something because we're like, okay, well, it's worth a lot of money. You know, I, yeah. I should probably sell this. And then you tell yourself you're going to sell it, but then it just sits in your closet for years. Yes. Yeah, totally. And and then you get frustrated with trying to sell things and then you're trying to overprice it because you want to recoup that money and it just becomes this cycle. So, you know, that's where that 2020, 2020 rule kind of helps as well, or guideline, I should say, um, because it kind of takes that away. But the more expensive items, you need to make that tough decision. And, and sometimes you have to give yourself grace and go, well, okay, I did spend a lot of money on it. I feel bad, but I've learned from this. And now I will make another one is intentional spending, right? So that's another really big one is making decisions on what you want to buy and really making sure that you love that item, not just because it's a good bargain, right? And that you actually will use it. So that's a really, that's like retail therapy. Cause sometimes we, you know, we have a bad day and we're just like, ah, I just want to go buy something. It makes me feel good to have something new. And what I suggest for that one is to just find another exercise, another activity that you like to do, right? Could be go have a coffee with a friend or even just chat with them to avoid the instant trying to buy something, right? Because then we, that's where we end up. So when you're decluttering, use this as a, I, I don't know if I want to say lesson, but you know, use it as an understanding. Okay. I've done this. I am going to make intentional uh, purchases going ahead. If that makes sense. Yeah, no, it makes total sense because, you know, you're almost managing the influx at the root. You know, you're identifying, okay, where am I using money? Where am I using things to fulfill myself? Yes. Yeah, exactly. And when that becomes awareness, then that's like the mindset shifts that we talk about. When that becomes an awareness, this is how, because a lot of us are like, why do I keep getting clutter? Why is it still coming into the house? And why can I not stop shopping? Or I love a bargain. So just really understanding that a little bit, like it doesn't have to be a huge deep dive, but just really acknowledging that and having that as a ooh, an awareness. I, I do kind of like to shop. Uh, so let's, see how I do one, do a no spend month. I sort of say to people and they kind of look at me and go, what? <laughs> but it just, it, it helps you really understand. And when you can see what's happening and the feelings and it, that all comes out to the forefront, you really get a better understanding. And like you said, you get to the root of it, which is super, super important. And that's what I love doing. Yes. Yes. Because it sounds like what you're saying is a lot of this is habit. And the nice thing is, we can change our habits. It's not always going to be an overnight process, but we can change them. 
Yes. Yeah, totally. And it's, what did they say? It takes like 21 days to change a habit kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And when I walk, walk people through the top reasons, I always, a lot of people say I can fall into three or four of those categories. And I'm like, I get it. I know that, but let's just concentrate on one or two. Same thing, right? Because you can't, you do habit stacking. You can't change everything at the same time. Same with decluttering. I feel like people um, I call it the three P's. I have a lot of these little acronyms, right? Uh, it makes me remember. So the productivity, the perfection and the procrastination. So with the productivity is one of those P's is that if I can't get everything done or if it's, you know, I won't start at all. So it just becomes this really never ending cycle there as well. And we need to understand that we're mums, we're busy let's just do the 20 minutes a day even if it's 20 minutes two or three times a day and schedule it in your calendar and i know people are like but 20 minutes doesn't get me anywhere but it does because remember we talked about the brain fuzzies it seems a lot easier right and it's can fit into your schedule you're going to go i can do 20 minutes right Uh, sure i can fit that in so then automatically you're taking away two blocks there straight away and then you can jump in and make those decisions and it just it makes such a difference and you can power through for the 20 minutes and get a lot sorted so i hope that kind of answered that oh my gosh absolutely because it gets <laughs> it gets us out of that all or nothing mindset i think so many times we set ourselves up for failure because we're like well i just i don't have time it's just too much of a project but 20 minutes is better than zero minutes. You're still going to make progress. And that little bit of progress is going to create momentum. And, you know, I can personally attest to the fact that it does get easier as you go. You know, as you start to go through these things, you know, you you start to have more of an objective eye. Like, okay, do I really need this? Why am I holding on to this? And it gets easier when you have those guidelines in place, like you suggested. Yeah, exactly. And and I talk about it in layers. So it's like when you're decluttering and you have those things that are really hard and you know they're hard and you're like, I don't want to deal with them. So start with the easy things, go high level. And then what happens is you're breaking through that one layer. Then you work on the next things that are a little harder, a little harder, a little harder, because by then your muscles muscle muscles muscle well, muscles as well but your your brain muscle is getting used to it of letting go and actually going okay this is not so scary after all i can do this then you can face the tough thing so it's like building up to it and like you said the momentum once it goes you're like you know the uh you'll get rid of everything i'm no, just kidding but <laughs> You're like, there's no stopping you, right? You're like a train. So it, it's really, it's such a nice way of thinking about it, I think, because when we have all this stuff on social media and we see it and it's like, it looks easy and it's like, and people are sitting back going, oh, but I'm, you know, why can't I do that? And it's such a struggle. Let's just put some simple steps into it and make it practical. And, and it's really small, doable tasks is what it's all about. I love this. And yes, it is. It's all those small little steps that add up. Luis, this was a fabulous conversation. Where can our listeners learn more about you? Awesome. Yeah. So I'm on Instagram, The Space Reclaimers, uh, Facebook, The Space Reclaimers. And I also have just my website, 
uh, the space for claimers. <laughs> Keep it simple for everybody. Yes, thank you. And, and I also have my quiz actually that um, people can go to that discover your clutter cure. So if they go to the quiz and then you'll get access to my free workshop as well. So it kind of goes through everything in a lot more depth. So yeah, super excited to, to have people join me there if they want to discover their clutter cure. Love it because clutter can be cured. There is hope out there and Louise can be your new go-to person for that. So be sure to give her a follow. And until next time, stop dreaming and start taking messy action. You've got this. Are you loving what you're hearing? Do us a favor and hit that subscribe button so you don't miss an episode. 